Hello, welcome to Oswald Gamer. I'm your host, Rob. This is a special show recorded between like the day show and a 40k spy center uh, where a wonderful man, one of my very good friends, Mr. Diffie, um, is on here to talk about where, who, who, uh, to talk about uh, Best Coast pairings uh, and some pretty important stuff for tournament gamers and some other things. I actually don't know what's in it, which is really exciting for me. So um, we're all going to take this journey together. Get ready. It's going to be fun. Diffie, how are you? You good? I'm doing quite well. I hopefully know what's in it, um, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> risky, risky. All right, amazing. So just before we get into it, Diffie, uh, can you explain what BCP is, like, or what it was, or any of those things? Sure. Uh, so Best Coast Pairings uh, is a tournament management system uh, which helps tournament organizers run events, players participate in events, and people who just want to follow stuff uh, watch events. So you it allows people. Yep. yep. Oh, go on. I was just I was just going to say, like, um, you carry on. I'll carry on with the description, please. No problem. Uh, it uh, basically it currently has a little over thirty six game systems. Uh, so uh, the one that I'm the most passionate about being Warhammer Forty Thousand, obviously. But you know, Age of Sigma, Magic the Gathering, Dragon Ball Z and 30 plus other game systems um and you can currently uh before we go live um run run your event on an ios and android device um and participate in an event on an android and ios device but you'll soon be able to run your event just on a web browser so that's something you haven't been able to do for quite some time uh so that's a uh, something that i I've been working on as part of the team and pretty excited to, to launch, which means you can run it on a, still run it on your phone if you want to. You can still run it on a tablet if you want to, but if you want to use your laptop or have a million tabs open, boom. Boom. Okay, yeah. The web functionality is kind of interesting. I think, like, I think it's fair to say that my introduction of BCP, as is many other people's, if people have been listening to uh, competitive HTML or 40K coverage, or maybe even for some reason you're listening to, you're a Yu-Gi-Oh fan and you've ended up here, I'd like you to know I need you to leave. Yeah, you scary people, I don't want you to be here, right? <laughs> but, it, like, the introduction is, is, is for a while there were some different tournament systems or, like, pairing apps or all sorts of problems. When you go to a tournament, sometimes you'll have, like hundreds of people and they'll all play their games and then in a very short space of time sometimes 15 minutes you have to have all the results in from that series of games and then jump to the next one and so tournament uh, tournament apps have been something that have been very common and they've they've slowly as each one has failed by the wayside um, we've kind of been left with a couple. BCP being a standout one for me, especially in my relationship with you Diff because I know I could always ask you about absolutely anything I needed to which is great. So the kind of follow-up to that is, um, like, like, what has been the impetus behind pushing forward with uh, the app or BCP generally? Like, why have you guys been like, well, there's not really any competition now. Why, why have you decided to push on and make it better? Um, so there's a, there's a few reasons. Uh, one uh, is, so my history prior to Best Coast Pairings was I am the founder of Down Under Pairings, uh, which was purely web-based. Uh, and that's my, that's my wheelhouse. Um, and when merging with uh, Best Coast Pairings just before COVID, um, the, the goal was to build out a whole bunch of functionality uh, and then uh, throw in uh, 
um, while this isn't the main focus of today, um, a number of gaming companies, uh, all card games at this stage. So uh, My Hero Academia Trading Card, uh, MetaZoo, and Soulforge Fusion uh, are, are three, card, three card games that currently use Best Coast pairings as what we refer to as a white label. So you won't find their game systems on our website, but when you look at their website for their competitive play, it's a rebranded, reskinned Best Coast pairings. Fantastic. I love that. Also, so, I just started watching My Hero Academia, so I'm actually quite excited about that. Uh, that's it's, a, it's a kick-ass show. It's a kick-ass show. It's a and their game, game, like, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Frog Girl is my favorite. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's beside the point. We'll crack on. Okay, yeah. So that's BCP. Um, pretty exciting. Uh, before we get into like uh, what you've changed and what's happened, I just had a question in the chat. Um, uh, because obviously it's called Best Coast Pairings. Uh, can you f finally tell us which coast is indeed the best coast? Well, uh, I I would say the southeast coast of Australia is the best coast. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see if that's that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, I'm go on. The apparently, because it was before my time, the reason it was called Best Coast was because anyone could feel like they were the best. Okay. All right. Yeah. So anyone could feel that they were they were they were the best. Yeah. Okay. Just having some connectivity apparently. issues, Diff. So we'll try and catch catch you up when we get you get you in the room. Uh, Australia not famous for good internet. Yes. Okay. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, all right. So sh should we should we uh, should we take a look at the website? Do you want to show us? Do you want to introduce us to what we're going to be seeing? Sure. So um, some of what you'll be seeing is uh, will have a similar kind of feel to the website. Um, some of it, if you're existing users in the apps, will have a similar um, user experience. Uh, that was kind of the goal. We didn't want to be too foreign to people coming in. Uh, but it's got some new logos, some new colors, and I finally got off my ass and I made a light and dark mode. So A dark? Okay. I'm a big dark, a dark mode yeah. fan. Uh, that's always been something that's been exciting for me. Yeah. Like, what should a what should a tournament? Uh, oh, let's just get into it. Should, I, should we just show it off, and then you can uh, sure. you can you can navigate yep. around it. So, uh, do you yep. want to take us through it? Okay. Um, so, as I said, the homepage should have a relatively um, you know straightforward feel to what you're used to. Um, same kind of navigation. You know, get your rankings and all that kind of stuff up the top right hand corner. Um, we have got some new features, which I'll I'm sure I'll touch on, like this organized section. Um, uh, we will be highlighting events uh, a bit more, so focusing on uh, which ones show up on our homepage. Uh, but hopefully, you know, you get an, an idea. It's a little bit um, slicker and nicer. This is pointing to my uh, to one of my dev sites, so I can kind of break stuff on the fly with you guys. Um, uh, so yeah, not it's not looking at live live data. Uh, if I jump into one of the events. Um, it's uh, got a, a, a fresh kind of uh, feel to it. Um, so you'll be able to still see the same information that you would have expected to be able to see. You know, we're not um, completely reinventing the wheel here, um, but, you know, we are trying to make things a little easier. 
Uh, if I go uh, and Diff have Diffie, before you get into the details, can we just say that maybe the thing that makes me proudest is that it no longer looks like uh, you're trying to sell me some used cars from the 1970s, like which is what the previous website kind of had a feel for. Uh, I'll take your word on that one. Um, <laughs> um, so we've um, we've we've spent a lot of time and effort in um, in the rebranding and relaunching of uh, of of our site. Um, the colors and the logos are just one of them. I mean, we're we're pretty excited about the new logo. Um, uh, we you know we've got uh, we've got some some pretty cool. Um, UI UX people, um, so user experience and user interface people uh, outside of Best Coast Pairings uh, from from the industry um, that have really been uh, helping us with a few of these these key areas. Uh, and yeah, we're we're hoping that users get a, a much better experience, but also um, it just looks a little slicker and sexier. Yeah, we've had some questions immediately. Uh, I know you've got lots to go through, but uh, can I upload a list? So uh, for, for tournament gamers like, and for people who don't know, one of the things is when you've written your list for whatever game system it is, you want to upload it. Previously, you had to do it through your phone. Can I do it via the web app now? You can. Nice. You can go. come to player details, uh, and you can come in here, and you can enter your list and faction uh, in the web. The other thing, um, which I don't have as an example here, but it's the, the same kind of area. Um, if this was a Teams event, um, there would be a Teams details section. And so, like, captains can submit edit lists for their players um, in, a, in a Teams environment as well. Well, that's awesome. Uh, Follow-up question from me. Uh, I'm tracking an event, like, at home, or maybe you're going to cover this, and I don't want to jump around too much. Um, like, I, like I'm, exci I'm excited. One of my favorite friends is, like, playing at an event. How easy is it for me to track what's happening at an event? Is it better now? Like, if you thought about stuff like that, what's been going on? So, on the most part, there's, uh, it's pretty similar. Like, it's pretty similar user experience um, to... Now for if right now, albeit it may not be as sexy as some of the new things that we're putting out there, um, you can view round-by-round uh, -round pairings for an event. Um, you, can, um, you can check that out. What we are allowing for is if the event had a more detailed scorecard, so let's say you, uh, you wanted to see how a game at the WTC or World Team Championships that use that, like, 20-0 kind of differential scoring, mm -hmm. um, but you wanted to see what the actual victory points were, where you can click in and see the detail um, rather than in the web right now, you would just see the 20-0 score. Yes. So you'll get, you'll, get, you'll get a bit more information. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Love that. Love that. <laughs> uh, as a player, like what sort of stuff? There are some other questions, but I'll try and like, if, if, and I know, chat, you're very excited, uh, but I'll, uh, I'll ask them as we go. Um, what other stuff as a player? Like I upload my list. Is that pretty much all I get for me as a player? Like, like or what other stuff is the experience for me? Yeah, so I, I think the one of the key things to get to get over is from a player experience, if you've participated in a Best Coast Pairings event, pretty much everything that you previously could do in uh, – uh, but only do uh, in the apps, you can now do in the web. So you can check in, you can drop, you can update your list, you can update your faction, you can update your team name, all that jazz. Um, but, but there's only so many things we're expecting a player to do in the first place. I think the real difference that we're going to see is for our tournament organizers. 
um, and the, 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 the ability to not only just do it in the web, but some of the extra features that, um, that, we were, that we're allowing tournament organizers to now have, um, which we think we're, you know, are going to be pretty handy. All right, tell me what they are. I'm excited. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so as I kind of said before, the, the user experience for a tournament organizer should be similar um, to what they're currently used to in, um, in the apps. Um, so we kind of kept uh, the similar kind of menu structure. We have added a couple of extra ones. Um, some of them, some of them, we're not 100% certain how they're going to relate in the tabletop space the same way because we don't have some of the same, um, uh, I guess, intricacies in our, in our community. Um, so, for example, we've added this new feature called Judge Report, which is more relevant, we think, for the card game space, but could be just as relevant in um, uh, in, in 40K as, as well. Uh, the main thing that allows you to do is uh, track as many photos as you want, um, as well as uh, come in and enter a, a bit of a blurb. Um, so what, what some of our card games are using this for uh, is the ability to write down any um, FAQs that, sorry, any questions that they answered that weren't covered by an FAQ, um, and then they can submit that to a circuit owner. So uh, if if the ITC, for example, wanted to track um, how demonic saves work with Jinx uh, in 40K, well, if a TO made a rule call, they could put it in here and submit that to um, the ITC theoretically, if that was something they wanted. Um, so our game designers uh, in some of our other game systems are using this um, um, quite quite heavily. Um, they're also using it to validate the event really happened. Um, so uh, one of our games, you can't submit the results to the rankings without one of these reports, and there has to be a picture of the podium. So like to show that the event really happened, because um, there's that, you know, that in some of our game systems that we support, like they've got like 250 grand, like US dollars as like prize money for things. Mm. Like that, that, there's a lot of stuff they have to make sure really happened. Um, the other feature, which I think is probably going to be the biggest um, benefit to people, um, which was probably one of the easiest things we added, um, is this thing called event users. Uh, this is basically going to allow people to add additional tournament organizers to their event. So oh, if you're running an event, if you're running an event and I'm a judge for it, and you want me to be able to enter scores, well, you can add me as a user here. Uh, you can say I'm a judge. What that means is I can't refund people if you're using this for ticketing. Uh, and I can't change the event details, but I can score people, I can start the next round, I can do those sorts of things. Um, if you want to give me like full guard mode access to your event, you can also add me as a tournament organizer as well. So we've got a few options around that, um, but we know that a number of, pe number of people out there currently basically are just logging on to the, to the device, to multiple devices under the same account. like. Game stores that have like a you know a store user a store email as their account and like five people have access to it. Um, this at least allows you to, um, especially when money comes into it and you're using ticketing, um, be a bit more secure about it. Uh, but yeah, 
I think that's that that's probably one of the biggest takeaways is is more people being able to enter information on behalf of the tournament organizer and potentially list that information on the homepage um, if you feel it's exciting. Yeah, that's great. Like, I think one of the things that we don't talk about enough, especially with like war games, like war games, if we just be straight up and uh, and down about it, no matter where they are in the world, like even LVOs have like a have a real like me and my mates vibe to it, and have done for a long time. Um, and mm. so like you know, and and BCP's been a backbone of of many of those events. I've uh, been able to run, and it's nice to see that um, that as those as those organizations and or events get more infrastructure and be more organized very much like world events you know like stats from around the world and other stuff and i'm sure you'll touch on that in a bit um it's nice to know that we can start to cohesively look at stuff a little bit better because i know that that's something i'm excited about personally and i know loads of tos who run large events would really like to have people who can just do stuff for them uh, which would be yeah. quite cool. I like the judge thing because, like, if there was a very like uh, minute interaction that might happen on the tabletop, let's say in 40k with some piling ins and stuff, there's a photo you can take and just be like, you know, that's the situation. That's quite cool. I like that. Cool. I think that's really fun. Yeah. And look, we, we as as some of these new features get used more and more, um, we'll expand them based on feedback and and all that jazz. Okay, there's a question in the chat from Mark, who does run a lot of international team events here in the UK. Uh, is there an option to, because uh, obviously he's a TO, uh, when you get all of the lists inputted, one of the worst things is open a billion tabs to show. Is there a way to access and download all the lists in a link or something maybe coming in the future? Um, it's something that's been asked for uh, at the moment. It's a bit of a tricky one uh, because... One of the one of the reasons we've been able to do all these sorts of things uh, and uh, basically employ people uh, is uh, through our subscription revenue. So the, the key thing to remember with Best Coast Bearings, if you want to run an event or play in an event, it's free. Okay? You don't have to pay. Uh, to, uh, when you're playing an event, you can see every list that, that that's at that event. Um, there is no uh, detriment as a player to not being a subscriber. But uh, if you are a subscriber, you get to see all army lists regardless of if you're at the event. So if I am not participating at uh, Rob's event, I'm over here in Melbourne, uh, Australia, and I want to see the army lists for his event, I need to be a subscriber unless I'm playing. Uh, so one of the things we're kind of cautious about uh, is if we make it too easy to just export all the army lists, Tournament organizers might just very easily create a PDF and completely bypass our, um, our, our revenue model. And then suddenly, boom, uh, we can't afford to keep the lights on. Okay. Uh, I mean, that's... Yeah, I, that, yeah. that, that kind of makes sense. Um, uh, I think, I think so, so you think that one of the reasons that a lot of people subscribe is because they want to see a lot of the lists that are knocking yes. around. I know that, that I know that that's, uh, as a subscriber for a long time, uh, one of the things, obviously I do the statue on a Monday for Age of Sigma, um, and then I always just include a link in the notes and people are always like, um, I have to subscribe. I'm like, well, I mean, like, it's kind of how it works, I guess. Um, the, yeah. uh, the kind of follow up is, is maybe, maybe th there's a scope for producing some tools to like, to have a link that you know you could send people to or something if they were a subscriber. Yeah. If is that a, yeah. is that a possibility? Definitely, yeah, yeah. The other thing we've we've um, we've talked about uh, potentially doing uh, for uh, even some of our content providers um, uh, is allowing them to maybe kind of see the top top three lists of big events, um, even if you're not a subscriber, 
uh, and then kind of embed that within other people's websites. But like, yeah, that's, I guess that's future growth options as well. Um, I think one of the things to kind of highlight uh, that, that Rob, you touched on a little earlier was there have there been another number of companies or a number of systems out there. Some aren't really around anymore or some are literally just about to shut down. Um, and most of them started the same way. They started by a gamer who wanted a tool that didn't have the tool they wanted. Um, so they made it. It was a hobby, a side hustle. But then to keep the system going, uh, it involves money. <laughs> um, yeah. And so I think uh, one of the things that it's really interesting to see is that there's a there's an avid fan base to a number of these different systems. Uh, as someone who has been on part of two systems now, down under pairings and best coast pairings, there are some very um, excitable individuals uh, that are very passionate about which uh, which system they use uh, and will support them. But then there's a bunch that just that are happy to use it for free, and we're happy for that as well, as long as we can keep the lights on. I mean, and and to be fair, that like uh, like almost all the systems have had problems at times, right? Like uh, as they go, like because things like this do happen, um, and so there there have been problems for everyone uh, over the course. Growing pains. I mean, same for me. I travelled to the US this year, and I got there, and the venue didn't have internet. And I'm like, as a live streamer, it feels like one of the problems uh, that I really should have dealt with beforehand. Uh, like so, like it just happens. Um, I guess. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, what are the features? Used to come and a bit yep, I hear. Yeah. What are the other features? Okay, um, so uh, we're trying to have a little bit of a play with uh, user profiles. Uh, so when they're from rankings, uh, being able to show a bit more about them, at least information they're willing to provide. So one of the things you can do now. Uh, in your account section uh, is come in. You can add um, add your logos, add you know, any URLs and links you want to add. Um, you don't have to add them if you don't want to. Um, I don't. Yeah, no fuss. Uh, but then having that show up on your your profile. Um, this sort of area is what you're already familiar with. It might look a little nicer, I think, but um, you know how that person placed, how many points they got from a, from that circuit uh, for that event. So if it was ITC, like ITC points, if it was a T-Sports network circuit, um, uh, then it could be TSN points or whatever um, whatever you want to call them. Uh, but yes, being able to, I guess, make that a little prettier uh, and uh, give someone the ability to maybe promote some of their content as well. So, uh, so almost um, like so, a, almost like a social media landing page. Yeah, except that's pretty much what it's based on. You can kind of get that that kind of look from the, the top. It's a bit. It's kind of based on that like Facebook kind of user experience. Um, you know, user profile, user banner. Here's some links. Uh, and uh, yeah, I I think especially with the growing amount of people that are making competitive games. Uh, either a revenue stream for them or their, their main revenue stream, uh, being able to see someone um, in the rankings, maybe see that they belong to a coaching service or a podcast or whatever. Um, yeah. Being able to put things links to your podcast in here, I think that'd be cool. 
yeah. and yeah. I agree. Is there is a way to track your like performance? Because I know like because as much as BCP is used by a lot of TOs, it's also possible for me because you you have scorecards and other things. And I know if I wanted to, I could set up a game to tomorrow uh, with my friend, like uh, and, and track our score. Just do it as a one round event, and we can and our whole stuff is there. Would that be something where you could you could like track your own personal player performance over the course of like you know in, in every even in casual games as well as tournament games? Is that possible to yeah. do for yourself? Yeah, so um, the ca casual game track is something that um, we've had now for oh, a little while. Um, so yes, you'll be able to get into, into casual games. We're still not 100% certain how we want to display that information to users. Um, but yeah, we're, we're quite keen on that. We are tracking uh, the whole win-loss ratios for, for players. So, I mean, we've got that information. I think some of it, we're still trying to... Um, uh, probably release in, in, in chunks. So we'll release this, get some get some user experience um, from... I mean, well, that being said, we've had quite a number of tournament organisers using this uh, on, our, on our beta site um, for a while uh, just to really, like, have real live events using our new system um, without it, you know, and then providing us with feedback and um, being, being our, our guinea pigs. <laughs> Uh, so as as this grows, yeah, we're really keen to to hear those sorts of ideas of you know what kind of things would people like to see? You know, win ratios sound like a great option. You know, do you want to see it as like a chart? You know, do you want to see how your win ratio has been going over the last twelve months? Have you got better? Have you got worse? Um, yeah, all kinds of all kinds of cool options. Uh, we are. Uh, we have built and launched for at least one of our um, game systems already, um, ELO. Uh, so being able to track track that as um, as a secondary point system. Uh, so just for, uh, so, just for, just for, just uh, for you everyone, could see. yeah, just for everyone at home, really quickly, ELO. Uh, just so you know, it's it's effectively a way of ranking your performance as a player and where you are based on how well you do versus the people you play. If you only uh, beat up people who aren't very good, your ELO doesn't get particularly higher. But if you beat people who are better than you, then your ELO go, gets up, basically. Uh, and then you climb to the top. And then when you're at the top, you've just got to beat everyone underneath you forever. Uh, that's how it works. Just a, as a quick one. Some people might be like, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. So um, pretty much uh, if you... Uh, ELO is is primarily used in other game systems like chess, for example, uh, to do their rankings. Uh, but uh, yeah, we 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 put that into our into our arsenal of tools, uh, and organisers can um, can can track that going forward. Okay, excellent, excellent. Uh, uh, yes, this is Diffy, by the way, for everyone who's just joined us live. But hello, everyone, welcome. Uh, okay, uh, I love I love the idea of a profile page. I'm actually excited about later tonight filling mine in uh, because I use BCP loads, as you know, um, on the on the on the stat show, and now I'm doing objective zone every Sunday. Something I like are using even more, uh, and I use it for events when we do big events and other stuff. So it's something, and I know that Rob, who does the stats with me as well, looks through this a lot. Is there um, is there anything else for tos that you've you've put in at the moment? There's there's one thing that we have put in. Um, uh, which will be going uh, going live as well. I'm not sure if I've got it in my test site uh, for today, but I know this is a feature that you will like, Rob. Ooh. Uh, uh, so let me go and find the roster. I'm hoping it's TripAdvisor for the players you play. 
Like a bit like you know when, you, you know when you've ordered some food and you're like, actually, three, four stars, pretty good game, but army looked like trash. So, um, I, I know you're probably joking, but that like soft scores um, are definitely something that uh, we are looking at in more detail. Down under pairings has done it for years, um, and we are looking at bringing that across. Um, but the thing I wanted to show you, uh, which is very, uh, it's I said it's the best chaos list um, going around. Uh, did I add this feature in our test site? We'll find out. Yes. Ah, uh, crap. All right. I did, but it's not showing very well on the light mode. Uh, I do have to fix that. <laughs> one second. Uh, just while you were talking, genuinely, Diff, I think one of the things from the chat is a lot of people would uh, really love uh, also the ability to rate an event. That's one of those things. Whenever whenever I've been to events, we always go through like a, a checklist of things that we like or didn't like about the event and kind of give it a rating. I don't I don't hate the idea of uh, being able to actually like review events inside the site. I think that that would genuinely be pretty fun. Um, for me, at least, I would like that, and I'm sure other people would, because just because you never know, you, it's it's so anecdotal the information on the review, if that makes sense, on what it was like. Yeah. Most, War, more, most Warhammer events are great, uh, or or Yu-Gi-Oh events, or whatever the heck they do. Yeah. Who knows? Um, but they're all pretty good. Yeah, but being able to like take photos or or review stuff would be a cool feature long term, I think. So something I know you've asked for, Rob. Uh, is that when you bring up a person's army list, if they haven't put their name in their list, it doesn't matter anymore because we will show the name on the page. Nice. Okay, I love that. Name on the page. Yeah. Okay, that's great. Because uh, um, I, I know what it's like. I know what it's like. You open up four tabs and you're like, who was this again? Um, especially in especially in some of um, some of our game systems where maybe a few of the top lists are all pretty close to the same. Um, not that that ever happens because, you know, game systems are very balanced and, and fair. Um, uh, but yeah, having, <laughs> having, having the ability to see whose list is whose, um, once you've opened them in multiple tabs, uh, can be quite handy. Oh, I love that feature. That's hot. That's, that's specifically hot for me. So thanks. <laughs> oh, well. but, yeah, that sounds great. Um, and then, and uh, then go after yeah. you, go on. Yep, and uh, the last thing really is some of the things we've done for placings um, uh, is the ability to just see a lot more of the uh, granular information. So, you know, there's only been one round of this event so far. Surprise, surprise, I smashed my opponent. Um, uh, but uh, being able to see some of the things like what were their battle points, what's the strength of schedule, all those sorts of things which at the moment are not easily accessible to players or viewers. Um, we're really expanding that out to uh, make it easier. Oh, that's exciting. That's excellent. Uh, another question we've had in is, uh, can you do manual pairings now? Uh, you can repair anyone you'd like um, uh, once, the, once it's paired, but uh, the answer to the specific question is probably no. Um, because I, I, I think I kind of get what you got going with there. So like if you if you want to manually pair round one um, or any round, I guess, um, the way that currently works uh, is you would need to generate the pairings and then swap them around um, to how you want them. It could be something we add 
um, I, you know, I'll have to think how that would, how that user experience would be. But that's definitely something we can do. Um, uh, but one of the things that we have found that's becoming more and more popular uh, is tournament organizers doing things like locking first and second in that final round. So uh, you know you've got a you've got a five round events. Um, uh, uh, round five comes along. You've got two players undefeated. Uh, we're, we're seeing a number of events saying, well, that that table's playing for first and second, and everyone else is playing for third plus. Um, I'm not going to say whether that's a good idea or a bad idea. That's up to you. But one of the things you can do um, is um, uh, I can come in here and where do I want to go? I want to go to the roster, I think, for the moment. Um, we're allowing – I haven't put it in this slide. Apologies. Yeah, um, you can manually set the placing. Okay, so, great. Uh, you can just straight up come in and say this person came first, this person came second, irrespective of battle points and everything else. Um, and as I said, that makes a lot more sense in the environment where um, where you had like a, a championship top table um, in that final round. Uh, you can you can do that now, and you don't have that situation where someone you know they went undefeated into the final round, and then they get like someone leaps them at the end, um, leapfrog. Because it's because uh, it's fair to say that like forty k agency or any of those events that there are there are multiple different like stylings. It's quite complicated, right? Not only is there not only are there like just five round events, which is what I call standard, uh, but then you have team formats. Uh, then each even the standard events will use like sometimes we use win loss draw and then differential. Sometimes it'll be differential first. Sometimes it'll be like a bunch of different stuff. So that like they're all built in. And normally I know that I know over the course of uh, of at least the agency three game system, and I'm sure ninth is the same. You've input in multiple ways for people to uh, not only do pairings, but then end up with like um, the placings at the end of the system. Like, is, how has that been as an experience? Like, has people approached you and been like, I'd like some nonsense level sort of scoring? Um, has, that uh, been, has, has that been a challenge? That's something that's quite interesting to me. So the hardest one that I've had to do to date, which we support, um, uh, is the World Team Championships and their penalty system. Um, so, um, I, I really had to think this one through when, um, when developing it, but they have a situation where, a, if a, a team has to achieve a certain number of points to draw the round and a certain number of points to win the round, um, rather than a differential between each other. Um, and when, like what, why does that matter or what does that mean? So let's say, um, Rob, your team and my team both get 80 points. All right. You would think that would be a draw. Um, let's say my team gets penalized. All right. I could end up on, say, 40 points. So I've, I've lost the round, but you're still on a draw because you haven't achieved enough points to get a win. Um, you can So in the WTC, you can have uh, two people losing or one people, one team drawing and one team losing, which is, it just feels really counterintuitive um, to me, but I get it from a penalty system. They don't want, um, they don't want someone to win because their opponent got penalized, um, which, yep. So that was something that really did my noodle in, uh, trying, to, trying to get that, trying to square that one away. 
Um, that sounds very complicated. Uh, I also take note that it's the second time you've mentioned the WTC. We get it. Australia won. Okay. Like we get it. Okay. (laughs) I was this this close to wearing my, my, the the Australian shirt, but uh, you know, I, I decided not to. Um, uh, one of the things that uh, that we're still in the process of um, testing and rolling out, but um, will be out next week, um, is we are also um, supporting single and double elimination formats, uh, either at either as a top cut. So you might play like if you think LVO, um, we kind of already have supported this for a long time. Uh, you know, you, you play five or six rounds, you then break to like a top eight, top 16 kind of environment, and then that's a single elimination. Um, now you'll also be able to break that to a double elimination. Uh, and you can do both those from round one um, going forward as well, if, if you so choose. Um, so, for example, uh, the US Open finals for Games Workshop um uh, they they are using the double elimination feature so they're running a, a handful of eight player um, finals events and that yeah that's that's another quirky one uh, which has some really weird scenarios that can occur um, so if you don't know what a double elimination is it's kind of what it sounds like um, you have to lose twice before you're eliminated uh, so there is a a winner's bracket uh, and uh, depending on how kind you are, there's an elimination bracket, or if you really want to be cruel, you can call it a loser's bracket, but, you know, that's <laughs> that's up to you. Um, uh, yeah, so double elimination, you can get these weird scenarios where, like, someone has a bye for, like, two rounds in a row while they're waiting for the losers to catch up to them, um, uh, which is mildly amusing, uh, and... You can have a rare scenario where two players, only two, um, play each other three times in a double elimination. Wow. That's intense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So they play each other. One of them clearly wins. Their their loser goes to the loser's bracket. They win all their games. They come back up to to play that same person again in the final round. Um, If the first loser wins... It's a double elimination, and that other person hasn't lost yet, so they fight again. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's exciting. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Okay, so loads of loads of different formats in there as well uh, to be yeah. uh, to be used by the TOs as well. Like, is like like I, I suppose you support all of the formats I- I- equally, but is there any that like you like? Yeah, this is what I'd like to see getting pushed forward. Like, does it help, or is is it just meant to be the most versatile tool possible for TOs to run whatever they want? I think um, I think from a uh, th- this is my personal opinion. I'm not a big fan of the double elimination in a game system where the game goes for like three plus hours. Um, when you're playing a card game, when you can smash out a, a, a best of three in under an hour, um, it works perfectly fine. Um, that's just my opinion, uh, but I'm like I'm just excited to see more people playing competitive games again. You know, we had a big chunk, we had, you know, about two years where the whole world just shut itself um, uh, uh, <laughs> and stopped playing events. And I get excited about events. So, okay, yeah. 
that's fantastic. Okay, uh, so uh, if people needed to like get back to you or like uh, ask questions or like what's the way what's the way that people can contact like Best Coast Pairings to like uh, updates uh -huh. and other stuff. I know you've become a lot more active on Twitter recently, but that might burn to the ground soon. So uh, what's the general <laughs> way? Of, what's the general way of contacting BCP? Uh, uh, so we uh, we have um, we're, we're quite conscious of our of our Facebook presence um, and and while we don't always I'm sorry we are posting more at the moment um, uh, we do watch the um, the inbox for messages quite um, quite closely it's our primary uh, tool for support uh, so people get in contact with us uh, via that or via sending an email to us. Um, support at bestcoastparents.com. Uh, both will get to us. Uh, if you find me on Facebook, if you see me in an event, feel free to just um, hassle me, uh, and uh, I'm happy to either tell you to get stuffed uh, or um, or, do, or do my best to help you. <laughs> Fab. Okay, this is this is really excellent. What's the, what's the goal though, uh, Diff? Like, I guess that's a real, real question. A lot of the community want to know is kind of like a final piece. Like, what's the goal for BCP? Like, what is it like as a as a service? Like, you're like looking to like afford to the community because I know that you've been a long time hobbyist. Like, I know that's on a yeah. personal level because we're friends. Like, I know that's a thing. What you're hoping? What you're hoping BCP becomes? Like, what you want it to be? So, um, I want. Uh, I want Best Coast Pairings to grow in features uh, based on what the community wants uh, and uh, but balancing that with not making it too complex for, for new people coming to run events. And I want Best Coast Pairings to not only be the best place to run your events, but you'd be, I want it to be the point where you'd be stupid not to use us. Okay. Basically. fair. Yeah, so you um, like, like, and, and that's that's on us, not on the user. That's on us set, um, adding in enough features and value and um, and quality and consistency uh, that people just want to use us. Um, we have, uh, you know, we have a number of, uh, as I said at the start, a number of new game systems that are, um, you know, that are taking what we're doing uh, and creating their own organized play um, environments so their own rankings and, and things like that uh, uh, in their in their own little space and the more the more we get of those um, you know the more I take over the world because um, that's that's clearly my um, <laughs> my long-term goal it's world domination um, of course I'm sure that's why you put loads of soft score information into BCP you must be there yeah. and be like yeah people are going to love this uh, is so, there any way <laughs> is, yeah, go on. so soft scores soft scores uh, I'll tell you what we we are definitely going to do at some point mm. it won't be in, in next week when we go live um, but you will be able to assuming your tournament organiser turns this feature on that's the key there um, is you will be able to uh assign points, soft score points to your opponents. So like your favorite opponent, that kind of thing. Like, uh, but also um, hobby scores like paint or presentation. You know, we have, it's quite big in Australia. I'm, I'm not sure if it's big in, in other places, but um, you know, a best presented kind of awards. So people put their armies out on, on display, people then vote for them. And then the one who gets the most votes wins. Um, that's that's something that we want to have supported during the through the app. 
Now, whether or not those points go to an overall winner or not, that's once again, tournament organizers can do what they want at that point. Um, uh, I'm, I'm not saying whether or not your hobby scores should or shouldn't be in your total, just that you can. Yeah, yeah. okay, perfect. Yeah, no, like, I, I mean, it, that's the point, right? Like, we haven't yet created a standard, or even if that, maybe there should never be a standard. There's like a variety of ways to run events for our little uh, yeah. silly war dollies. So it should be fun. Uh, Dip, before we go, is there anyone you want to shout out? Anyone you want to like say thanks to, or like anyone you want to like say get in touch with or any well, of those things? Um, uh, sure. I'll uh, <laughs> uh, look. A big shout out to this. Uh, I don't know if I'm. I don't, actually haven't looked where I am. I'm pointing at you, Rob. I'm not sure if you're up, you're down, or. This side. It doesn't matter. I'm on the screen. <laughs> um, like, uh, it's it's someone who uh, lived in the most lockdown city on the planet uh, during COVID. Uh, getting to see your daily uh, streams uh, helped keep me sane. Uh, so uh, I love you and I appreciate you. Love you too. All right, uh, I'm excited. Like, I'm very excited about the social feature. Like, now me and the chat have just been like, oh, actually, I want to subscribe to event organizers. I want to know when stuff pops up. Like, I'm sure there's actually loads you could do internally eventually with like the program, which I, I'm very much looking forward to. I love that it's going to a web-based thing. So now it's it's probably it's pro like it feels like it's more programmable than if it's an app. Does that is that right? Um. What what we do like in what we the be, some of the benefits we do have from a web is we never have to worry about what version you're on. <laughs> um, like we bring out new features and someone doesn't update their app, um, that it's historically been painful for us. Um, but yeah, going forward, if you run your event during the web, you'll always be on the latest and greatest. Um, I think I'm just kind of. I liked. I want to. I want to dig in. Who suggested subscribe to tournament organizers? Someone, I like it. Someone in the chat. Yeah, so we can find out when when they post new events and stuff. Yeah. So if I subscribe to uh, to Rob as a tournament organizer, would the goal be when Rob creates an event, I get an email? Is that what is that what you're thinking? Yeah, I think I think I think that sounds like a great idea. Personally, like I think that's especially fun, especially like because the, you know there. Are, I mean, just look at things like um, LVO, for instance. Like you, you, you almost have to actively be on a social media platform. I'm sure they have a newsletter as well, yeah. um, but I'm sure there are like there there are things you just forget. Like there might be like a really cool event that happens once a year, and I they're, they're not very social. They don't use a lot of social media posts or whatever. And I'm just like, if they could just be like, a, oh sweet, that event's cool, or I saw some people did that. I can subscribe for it for next time so it goes up. I think people would be people would be excited about that. I forgot there's one really cool feature um, that uh, I think is pretty damn awesome uh, that I just completely completely spaced on, uh, which I'm going to show you real quick. I promise I won't spend too much time because I've been waffling on for about an hour no, um so on the accounts area uh you now have the option of creating if you're a, this one you do have to be a subscriber um but you can create organizations so they could be actual game stores um which is what a lot of ours um are used for um but they can just be clubs all right or a group of people who run events together you could for example rob create an organization here called the T-Sports Network and then any event that's run under the T-Sports Network can be assigned to that organization, which lets you do two big things. One, you can have your own rankings for just those events. 
you can have your own calendar for just those events. And theoretically, you could, this, this is now taking someone's uh, idea from the chat, uh, we might be able to have it that you could subscribe to an organization. And when that organization creates an event, um, we could send you an email. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. I, I like that idea. Because, yeah, because one of the benefits you just raised about subscribing to a, a tournament organizer, um, unfortunately, some, as with some of the big um, events, you don't necessarily know, like it's run by five or six people. Who was the person who actually created it this time? Whereas if you use the organization um, structure, then anyone um, could create it and it would be all still linked together. Um, yeah, I think that'd be, I think that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, fantastic. All right, love that. Absolutely. Yeah, that's hot. Okay, good. Yeah, love. Yeah, I think a lot of the people in the chat are excited about the features. So it just feels like it's becoming a more of a web-based social platform for events for wargaming, which for me personally is something I would very much like. Uh, like, so I'm excited and I'm glad you've come on. I'm all hype now. I'm all hype, and I'm like, okay, but I know it doesn't launch till next week, so I'm just going to slow myself down a little bit. Uh, Diff, thanks for coming on the show um and explain it all to us and again i'm going to include in the show notes whether this be a podcast or whether this be youtube vid uh the links to all those socials that you might want uh so you can go find out where you need to go uh and of course like uh, events really won't run off the back of being able to use like uh parent programs like this if you do get the opportunity to subscribe to those things uh like i think it's i think it's super worthwhile um and then uh, hopefully that'll push for more features in the future which is something we'd all like so like let's just go like there's also one other thing um, that we've always done, but maybe it's um, just worth highlighting. Uh, if you aren't in a position to subscribe, which of course, you know, um, that's that, that's on you know everyone own own, own individual um, uh, position. Uh, one of the things that we do do within Best Coast Pairings is ticketing, um, which a very small portion goes to Best Coast Pairings. So if you're running events, that is another way you can potentially look at um, helping um, keep the system that you get to use uh, running without actually forking out any of your own hard-earned dosh. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That's clever. I like that as well, so use that. That's fun. I'm going to try that. I'm going to try that for my next event, so thanks. Um, uh, chat, thanks very much for hanging out. Uh, and Diffie, thanks to you. Uh, if you've enjoyed the show, then obviously uh, do like and subscribe and all that other nonsense. And thanks to Diff.